Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Father, for this platform. We thank you, O Lord, for the opportunity that you have granted us, O God, to share your word with your people. We thank you, Father, for those people who will be listening to your word. Father, they must not just be listeners or receivers of the word, but as the Bible says, they must be doers of the word. We thank you, O God, and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, uh, I am, we are back, we are back, we are back, we are back, we are back yet again for another dose of the word of God. This is your favorite podcast, of course. Deep utterances of the word of God. That is what is called. We are going deep in the word of God. And remember, we are still on the, we are still, praise God, we are still, we are still on the series, the teachings of Jesus Christ. This is the sixth episode. This is the sixth, meaning there's four to go. We are left with four episodes to go. We are still on the teachings of Jesus Christ, the series. I am the latter day preacher. I come from you from South Africa. I hope that you are well where you are. I hope that you feel blessed on this blessed Saturday. I feel good. I feel revived. Thank you, Lord. Um, today, we are on the book of John, John the Baptist, chapter 3. We are reading about um, a gentleman named called um, Nicodemus. And Jesus, there is a lesson to learn from their encounter or from, 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 from Jesus and Nicodemus. There is a lesson that each and every one of us um, um, need to, ha- to, to, to hear. We have to hear this, especially those who are not yet born again. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So uh, let, let us go to the word and, and read. May God bless the reading of his word. Let us go to the Bible and read. Remember I said we are on John chapter 3. Jesus and Nicodemus. That's what we are reading today. Um, because there is a, a lesson to learn. Remember, we are focusing on the teachings of Jesus Christ. So, where we learn, we learn. This is one of those that we will learn something. Praise mighty Jesus. So let us read. There was a Jewish leader named Nicodemus who belonged to the party of the Pharisees. Praise, uh, praise God. Verse 2. One night he went to Jesus and said to him, Rabbi, We know that you are a teacher sent by God. No one could perform the miracles you are doing unless God were with him. I want you to to notice or underline one thing here. We 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 are not talking just about an ordinary man. We are talking about Nicodemus. And Nicodemus that the Bible says is a a Jewish leader, a Jewish leader named Nicodemus. So the Bible says 
he belongs to the party of Pharisees. And we know all about the Pharisees. We know that the Pharisees were against the teachings of Jesus Christ and they were against him calling himself the son of God. We, we also know that the Pharisees are, are also involved in killing Jesus. In killing Jesus. They are the ones who were plotting to kill him together with the teachers of the word. Remember, let us continue reading our scriptures. So verse 3 says, Jesus answered, I am telling you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Was Jesus answering him? Because Jesus is, praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a disturbance somewhere here. But we are going to continue with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise mighty Jesus. So we are talking about a Nicodemus. A Nicodemus who was a Jewish leader. A Nicodemus who was, belongs to the party of Pharisees. A Nicodemus who came to Jesus by night and acknowledge Jesus Christ as the teacher sent by God. Because why? He could see that no one else could perform the miracles that Jesus was performing. No magician, no false prophet could do what Jesus was doing. Only the Son of God can do what Jesus was doing. Only the Son of God can perform the miracles that Jesus was performing. Hallelujah! So verse 3 says, Jesus answered, I am telling you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Verse 4 says, How can a grown man be born again? So Nicodemus, Nicodemus asked. He suddenly cannot enter the, his mother's womb and, and, and be born a second time? Jesus Christ, Nicodemus, was not comprehending the message. Nicodemus was still in the dark about what Jesus was talking about. Praise mighty Jesus. He was still, remember, the same Nicodemus is no ordinary man. He is a leader of the Jews. He belongs to the party of the Pharisees. On top of that, he is the teacher of the law of Moses that makes him the priest. Praise mighty Jesus. But there is one thing that he lacked. Hallelujah. He lacked the Holy Spirit. There was something that he, he was not introduced to yet. That is the son of man. That is to be born again. Because he had to encounter Jesus Christ. Not only encounter him, but believe. Believe in his message so that he can be born again. So Jesus Christ was just telling him that no one, no one can be born again. No one, praise but can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born again. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born again. And he was puzzled by this. He, he, he didn't comprehend what Jesus was saying. So hence he says here in verse 4, 
uh, he, how can a drowned man be born again? I would probably be asking the same thing. Praise God, because of lack of knowledge, I would probably be like him, asking him, how can a, a drowned man be born again? Praise God. He was thinking about the flesh. Jesus was thinking about the spirit. There is a there, there, there are two there are two different uh, thoughts of thoughts here. Praise God, because Jesus, even though he was in a flesh, but he is not a man of flesh. He is a man of spirit. Praise God. So being born again to Jesus was not like what what. What, what Nicodemus was thinking of. Praise God. So, let us continue. Let us continue. Let us continue. How can a grown man be born again? Nicodemus asked. He certainly cannot enter his mother's womb and be born again the second time. So, verse 5 says, I am telling you the truth replied Jesus no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and spirit praise God praise God unless he is born of water and spirit praise mighty Jesus hallelujah verse 6 says a person is born physically of human parents but he is born spiritually of the spirit. Now Jesus Christ was breaking down what he meant. Praise God. Now Jesus was stooping low to, he, to, to, to the level of Nicodemus because he could see that he did not comprehend or understand what he was telling him praise mighty Jesus so Jesus had to explain what he was talking about or what he was referring to praise God that is why he tells him a person is born physically of human parents hallelujah but he is born spiritually of of the spirit because what Nicodemus was thinking about he was thinking about a man who is born physically praise mighty Jesus but Jesus was talking about a man who is born of the spirit praise mighty Jesus so verse 7 says mm, do not be surprised because I tell you that you must be surprised. Because I tell you, <laughs> mighty Jesus, the, it says you must not be surprised because I tell you that you must all be born again. Verse 8 says, the wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it, where it is going. It is like that which everyone who is born of the Spirit Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus is, in other words, he is schooling the man we call Nicodemus, the leader of the Jews, a member in the party of Pharisees. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, How can this be? asked Nicodemus he was still confused he was still puzzled 
he was he, he still did not understand what Jesus was talking about praise mighty Jesus verse 10 says Jesus answered you are a great teacher in Israel and you don't know this praise god how many great teachers that you know praise mighty Jesus especially those who attend the churches we call traditional churches here in Africa the Methodist church and all those churches how many of those teachers are great teachers but they lack one thing they are not born again they are not born of the spirit they were baptized by water the only baptism they came to know is the baptism of John praise mighty Jesus not knowing even John John himself he said I baptize with water but there is a man that is coming he is greater than me Jesus who was who is and who will always be he is the word that was before the world was created the bible says he was the same as god the bible says he is the source of life the bible says nothing was made without him praise god so this is the man that john was talking about when he said i baptize you with water but there is a man that he will baptize you that will baptize you with the holy spirit praise god thank you jesus so even nicodemus the, 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 the even the man nicodemus i am so sure that as a teacher of the law He knew the baptism of John. He was probably baptized in the baptism of John, in the baptism of John, but he did not know the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He did not know that you had to be born again. He did not know that there is only one mediator, that the mediator that they knew Moses was not actually the mediator. In fact, Moses is a subject to Jesus. And Jesus is the only mediator between us and God. Praise God. The Bible calls him the life, the truth and the way. So without him there is no eternal life. Without him there is no heaven. Without Jesus there is no salvation because being born again it is salvation. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit it is salvation. And without Jesus the salvation does not exist because he is the one who was sacrificed and died for our sins so that we can be reconciled with God praise mighty Jesus hallelujah praise God verse 10 says Jesus answered you are a great teacher in Israel and you don't know this this was a question This man is the teacher of the law. In other words, this man is a priest. He teaches he teaches the gospel of God. This man but he's not yet born again. So Jesus Christ 
is trying to explain to him what he needs in order to enter heaven, in order to be in the kingdom of God, in order to have or to gain or to receive the eternal life. Praise mighty Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I am telling you the truth. The Bible says in verse 11, the Bible says, Jesus says, I am telling you the truth. We speak of what we know and report what we have seen. Yet none of you is willing to accept our message. We speak of what we know. So Jesus, as a son of God, who came as a light unto this dark world, he speaks of what he knows. He left the throne so that he can save sinners like me and you, so that we will be reconciled with God. He came and left his throne. Praise God. He left the throne of God for us to be saved, so us to be reconciled with God. He left the throne of God to bring us a gift, an everlasting gift, a gift of eternal life. He left the throne so that he can die. He left the throne so that he can take away our sin. He left the throne so that he can take away our shame. He left the throne so that he can take away our poverty. In him there is no darkness. In him there is no sickness. In him there is no sin. No man is found blameless except Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, you are worthy. And no one has ever gone up to heaven now Jesus is telling Nicodemus, we speak of what we've seen. We speak of what we know. You speak of what we know. When Jesus speaks about the grace of God, the mercy of God, the love of God, he speaks of what he knows. When he speaks about salvation, he speaks of what he knows. And he reports of what he has seen. Yet none of you is willing to accept our message. Praise mighty Jesus. Verse 12. You do not believe me when I tell you about the things of this world. You do not believe me when I tell you about the things of this world. How will you ever believe me then when I tell you about the things of heaven? Oh my goodness. <coughs> when you don't believe him, when he tells you about what you are doing is a sin, about being, living for yourself is a sin, Praise God. Bowing down to idols is a sin. Praise God. Exalting Moses more than Jesus is a sin. Praise God. 
you do not listen to him when he tells you to repent from your sin, to die from your flesh. You do not believe him. How can you believe him when he begins to tell you about what awaits you in heaven or what is about heaven? How can you believe him? Jesus, he says, we speak of what we know and we report of what we have seen. Praise mighty Jesus. We speak of what we know. When we talk about the grace of God, when we talk of the love of God, when we talk of the mercy of God, we speak of what we know. When we talk of the miracles of God, we speak of what we've seen. We know the power of God. We know the mercy of God because we were once in the dark. We were once sinners. The mercy of God found us. The grace of God found us. Now we are, oh my goodness, we call ourselves born again Christians. We call ourselves children who are saved we call ourselves children of the light now we say we are partaking in the things of the kingdom of god now we say we have inheritance of eternal life now we say we will rule in the new jerusalem with our god now we say we are saved it is because of the mercy of god it is because of the grace of god it is because of the love of god Praise God. Still, Jesus was trying to explain to Nicodemus that you cannot be born again. You cannot enter heaven unless you are born again. What does it mean to be born again? What, when, when a person says you must be born again, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it all mean? It simply means that you must accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. It, or in other words, it simply means that you must step away from darkness and accept the light. Praise God. In other words, in order for the faith to be removed in your eyes, you must accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior and Lord. And the Bible says the moment you accept him, the moment you believe in your heart, and the moment you confess with your mouth that God is the savior, he died and he was raised on the third day for you. Praise God. The moment you do that, then the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Then the Holy Spirit will abide in you. Then the Holy Spirit will live in you. Then you are born again. The Bible says when you are in that state, then the Bible says that you are a new creation. The old things have passed away. Now there is a new creature that is in Christ. Your old self and your old sins are dead. Now there is a new creature that is in Christ. There is a new child that is born. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus was trying to explain. Oh, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I feel like preaching today. I feel like preaching today. So verse 19 says, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 14 says, we are still reading. We are still reading. We are still on the book of John. Verse 14 says, thank you, Lord. 
No, 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 no. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. Thank you, Jesus. How will you ever believe me then when I tell you about the things of heaven? Verse 13 says, And no one has ever gone up to heaven except the Son of Man who come down from heaven. No one has ever gone to heaven except the Son of Man. Praise God. Verse 14 says, As Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the desert, in the same way the Son of Man must be lifted up. Verse 15 says, So that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Now Jesus Christ here is telling um, is, is telling uh, Nicodemus about 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 what is coming. He's telling him about about the, his death, the death that he will go through. He's saying that he's saying that as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on the pole in the desert, in the same way the Son of Man must be lifted up. In other words, the Son of Man must be lifted must, must be lifted up on the cross. Praise God. Then the Bible says in verse 15, so everyone, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. So we gain eternal life. We receive eternal life through the blood of Jesus. But you cannot receive eternal life except, uh, uh, unless you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord. You cannot receive eternal life unless <coughs> you are born of the Spirit or you are born again. This is what Jesus is trying to explain to Nicodemus. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So the Lord must be lifted up. Verse 15, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Verse 16, for God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not die but have eternal life praise god so we are talking about a god a god a god of love when we say god is love god demonstrated that love god demonstrated that love when he gave up his only begotten son, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, so that he will die for our sins. That is a demonstration of love. That is a demonstration of, as the Bible says that before Christ came, before Christ came and died for our sins, the Bible says we were enemies of God. We were enemies of God, but because, because he loves us so much, he couldn't do what he did during the days of Noah. He couldn't do what he did during the days of Gomorrah and Sodom. He couldn't do it because he loved us so much. He wanted us to be saved. He wanted us to rule with him. He wanted us to have eternal life. That is why his son, his only begotten son, Almighty oh, Jesus, the man who inherited heaven, his only begotten son, Jesus, that is why he came, so that me and you can be reconciled with God, so that me and you may receive eternal life, so that me and you may partake in the things of heaven. Hallelujah. 
So, for God did not send his son into the world to be judged. Okay, okay. For God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. That is a demonstration of love. There is no love that is greater like this. God's love is unconditional love. Praise God. There is no love. No one, no human being, no human being will die for you so that you may have eternal life. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. Only Jesus died so that we may have eternal life. Praise God. So verse 17 says, For God did not send his son into the world to be to be its judge but to be its savior remember when jesus christ was on came on this earth he came not to judge this is what jesus christ is, is explaining here by that time as he was speaking to nicodemus he was saying i did not come here to judge no 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 i have come here to save i have came i came as a doctor to save the sick to heal the sick to give those who would otherwise go to hell who would have gone to hell but to give them a chance to go to 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 receive this eternal life to give them a chance to receive this 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 everlasting life to give them a chance to 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 partake in the things of the kingdom of god he did not come even though he has the authority because the Bible says that he was given he is given the authority to judge. Praise God. But that was not the time. That was not the hour. That time he came to save. So when he comes back again, he comes to judge. Praise God, because he has been given that authority by the Father, by the ancient of days, by the sovereign God. He has been given the authority to judge. Praise mighty Jesus. This is what the, Jesus is explaining here. So without Jesus, there is no eternal life. Without Jesus, there is no salvation. Without Jesus, we are dead in our sins. Without Jesus, there is no second chance. Without Jesus, there is no everlasting life. There is no heaven. There is no new Jerusalem. Praise God. But because loved us, but because God loved us so much. Praise God. He loved us. He, he gave up his only begotten son so that you and me may receive this eternal life so that me and me you and me may no longer be called praise God enemies of God but children of God and friends of God that is why the death of Jesus was so important that is why the death of Jesus was so important that is why it is so important for you right now if you are not born again to be born again if you are not baptized in the holy ghost to be baptized in the holy ghost that is why it is so important for you right now to accept jesus as your personal savior and lord that is why it is important for you right now grab this chance and run with it because after you are dead 
you cannot turn around and say, I want to be saved. It will be too late by then. That is why God says, the only time that we are allowed to do this is when we are alive. Praise God. Even if you die today as a sinner, even if I, I stand day and night over your casket and pray for your salvation, it will not happen because salvation is personal. So obey God now. Be born again now. If you want the things of God, if you want to see heaven, if you want to receive the eternal life, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior today. Praise God. Allow your sins to be washed away by his blood. Allow your sins to be washed away to, by his blood. Allow yourself to be reconciled with God. Allow yourself to be reconciled with God. Praise mighty Jesus. This, is what, this was the point of Jesus when he was talking with uh, Nicodemus. This was the point of Jesus. saying, it's, it's all well and good if you say you preach. You say you are a priest. You say you are a reverend. Maybe in a Methodist church or whatever church that you, you attend. But if you are not born again, if the only baptism you know is the baptism of John, then you are not born again. Because the Bible says you must be born of the Spirit. And in order for you to be born of the Spirit, you must accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord. Because He is the only mediator. Jesus is God. If, it is, if he is not God to you, then you are not a Christian. Because Jesus is God. When the Bible says in John 1, 1, the word was with God. The word was like God. Praise God. And the word, and the word was like God. And the Bible continues. And it says in, in, in that book of John, it says that nothing was made or nothing was created without him. So everything that was created was created through Jesus Christ. The seas, the animals, the human beings, everything. He was there before even the universe was created. Before the world came into existence. The word was with God and he was like God. He is God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I continue. Verse 18 says, Whoever believes in the Son is not judged, but whoever does not believe has already been judged because he had not believed in God's only son. So this is clear. This scripture says it all. If you are not born again, if you did not accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, praise God, you have already been judged. You have already been judged because that means you have not believed in the son of God. You are, do not believe in the son of God the perfecter and author of our faith. We have not believed in the King of Kings. We have not believed in the Lion of Judah. We have not believed in the Messiah, the Savior. You have not believed in Him. Praise God. So the Bible says, 
you are already judged. So if you are in a church where they say we don't accept Jesus Christ in this church, we are not born again in this church, we're just Christians, we just serve God, then you need to run away from that church. The time for playing church is over. The time for playing church is over. You have to run away for, your, for the sake of your own soul. For the sake of your own soul. Run away for the sake of your own salvation. For in order for you to, re to receive salvation, you must accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. It ends there. That is what the Bible says. Anything other than that, any gospel or any doctrine that teaches you something else, that gospel is not from God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But whoever does not believe has already been judged because he has not believed in the God's Son. Verse 19 says, in God's Son, verse 19 says, this is how the judgment works. The light has come into the world, into the world, but people love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds are evil. The light, who is the light? is Jesus came into the world that is full of darkness who represents darkness is the devil the majority of people this is what Jesus is saying here they love the darkness the Bible says you must choose between the narrow road and the wide road so what are you going to choose what are you going to choose are you going to choose the world or are you going to choose the kingdom of God? Are you going to choose Jesus? Or are you going to choose the devil? Because if you do not accept Jesus Christ as your personal, as your personal Savior and Lord, then you will not receive the eternal life that the Bible promises you. You will not. But unless you, you, you receive him as your personal Lord and Savior, it is then that you will receive him. So when you receive Jesus Christ, you are receiving the light. Praise God. So I am asking you, I am begging you today as a servant of God, turn away from the darkness. Come towards the light. Come towards, our, uh, come towards the light. You've been walking through the tunnel and you've been saying there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But you have, did not come close to the tunnel. But you are not here that. You need to decide. You need to decide before you die. Because you are not going to be... You, none of us are immortal. None of us are immortal. All of us will die. A day will come when the Lord calls us home. Where are you going? What are you going to say when you stand before God? What are you going to say for yourself? Are you going to choose the devil or are you going to choose God? Are you going to choose the narrow road or are you going to choose the wide road? Are you going to choose the light or are you going to choose the, the darkness? Praise mighty Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 21. But whoever does what is true comes to the light in order that the light may show her may show that what he did was in obedience to God. Because sinners, they always do things in the dark. People go to nightclubs in the dark. People, they find more joy when they drink in the dark, when they go to taverns and shebins and nightclubs during the nighttime. The most hairy, the most 
the most unspeakable crimes are committed during the dark. That tells you something about the dark. Most people are murdered during the dark. They are houses. Are, houses are, are burgled during the dark. People are killed during the dark. Most of them. Praise God. So nightclubs are attended during the dark. All these things of this world, all these evil deeds, all this wicked life is lived during the dark. Praise God. The prostitute, they stand in the corners in their numbers during the dark. Why? Because what they are doing is of the devil, is not of God. Praise God. Because what they are doing is of the devil, is not of God. Those who are of God, they do things in the light. Praise God. I have nothing to hide. Because when the night comes, I'm sleeping at home. I'm not out there mugging people. I'm not out there in nightclubs. I'm not out there participating in, in, in sin or in living a wicked life. But during the day, you will see what I do. I read the Bible. I preach the word of God because I am a children of the light. I am free from sin. Jesus paid for my sin. Jesus paid for my sin. I have conquered death because Jesus conquered death. I have received, I am ordained for eternal life because the grace of God. I did not work for it. No one works for it. But it is the grace of God, the unmerited favor of God that comes upon you, that gives you this eternal life. Praise mighty Jesus. So I'm calling upon you, brothers and sisters, if you are not saved, if you are not born again yet, you need to find yourself a church that believes in Jesus Christ, that exalts Jesus Christ. You have to be born again in order for you to receive the eternal life. You have to be born again. Praise God. You have to be born again. Hallelujah. You can't be a Nicodemus and claim to know God, but you are not yet born again. You must be born again in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for your word. We glorify you. We thank you, O Lord, for this day. Father, you are worthy to be praised in Jesus' mighty name. Well, um, it's been a lovely, lovely, lovely day. This is, remember, this is the series, The Teachings of Jesus Christ. This is the series, The Teachings of Jesus Christ. This is episode six. There's still four more to go. So please, don't go anywhere. Tomorrow, I will be live again, uh, preaching and teaching the word of God to all those who care to listen. May the Lord, may the God that I serve, touch you, may he grant you anything that you desire in Jesus' mighty name. Have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed Saturday. Enjoy. Enjoy. I am the latter-day preacher. I come from you all the way from South Africa. Bye-bye.